Welcome, friends, to the Girl Mom Podcast. This is Carrie Kampakis, your host. Today's episode is about helping your daughter through a rite of passage that most of us experience at least once. Breaking up isn't easy, especially if your daughter really liked the boy or if it was her first boyfriend. As moms, we sometimes struggle to find the right words during a heartache. And my hope is that this message will give families a springboard for conversation if or when a heart gets broken. Whether you're listening to this episode alone or with your favorite girl, I hope it's helpful and relevant. The message is also available on my website as a new blog post. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show. To the girl with a broken heart, let me begin by saying, I'm sorry you're hurting. I wish there was a shortcut to the pain that you feel right now that makes it hard to concentrate or think about anything but your ex. There are many causes of a broken heart, but the focus of this message is the heartache after a breakup. Why? Because moms often tell me how unexpectedly hard a breakup was for their daughters. And I know very few people who make it through the dating years without a heartache along the way. I don't know the story, whether he broke up with you or you broke up with him because you felt like you had to, but I can guess this. You really liked that boy. When things were good, when your relationship hit that magical peak, you felt happier than ever before. Now, looking back, those good memories may flood your mind. They may play in your head like a movie trailer, one cinematic highlight after another that makes you ache for what you once had and fear that you'll never experience that level of joy again. But you will, my friend. You will experience great joy again because you now know what to look for. Your eyes have been opened and your heart has been expanded to a new depth of feelings toward another human being. This can keep you from settling in the future. This makes lukewarm relationships look far less attractive because you know that mountaintop moments are in reach. I know this relationship hurts you, but it also brought important lessons. And if you reflect on these lessons, talking them out with people you trust or journaling about them, you'll gain some self-awareness and wisdom that can help you down the road. It's difficult to think straight when your mind is foggy and your emotions are tangled. So here are some truths to help you navigate this breakup. Number one, you are a gift. The end of any relationship can make you doubt yourself and question your worth. When someone changes their mind about you, loses interest, gets bored, betrays you, or starts taking you for granted, it can lead to a grueling self-critique where you ultimately conclude that you must be the problem because if you were prettier, skinnier, funnier, smarter, or more exciting, this wouldn't have happened. But remember, the same God who made the stars and the moon and raised Jesus from the dead also created you. You are his masterpiece, loved passionately and unconditionally, even on your worst days. Many people in this world won't treat you like a gift or see you through God's eyes, but that doesn't change your value. Know your worth and treat others like a gift as well, because that's where healthy relationships begin. Number two, boys will come and go, but God is forever. A boy will never be the solution to all your problems, even if you find the right one. Why? Because boys are humans, not saviors, meant to be a part of your life, but not the center of your universe. Girls often put boys on pedestals that they don't deserve to be on. They often mistake infatuation for real love, pouring out their heart and soul into relationships that devastate them in the end. The upside of a breakup is that it interrupts any spell. It reminds you why God wants to be your number one, because if you don't worship him, you'll worship something or someone else. A boy can say, I love you on Monday and then break up with you on Tuesday, but God never leaves you. By putting your trust in him and by letting this breakup inspire a deeper and richer faith, 
You'll find the security you're looking for and be better positioned to find real and lasting joy. Number three, the first cut is the deepest. With your first real boyfriend comes your first real breakup and many real emotions in the days and weeks that follow. I won't lie, it stinks. You can feel more saddened by a relationship that lasted six weeks versus two years if your connection was unique and special. Even if the parting was mutual, even if you're at peace with your decision, even if it's clear all the things that were wrong, even if he hurts you beyond repair, you'll probably feel pangs when you see him move on, especially if that includes another girl. Those pangs are not signs that you need to get back together. Instead, accept them as part of the process and keep people around you who remind you of why you broke up. Number four, it's possible to be a good ex. Many girls get their first real boyfriend around 10th grade, and according to one 10th grade teacher who watches and observes this, girls tend to handle these first breakups in very different ways. While some act maturely, others get bitter. They beat the dead horse into the ground, even losing friends who get tired of their rants. Be sad at home, cry your eyes out with your friends or with Billie Eilish, but in public and at school, act classy and hold your head up high. Don't burst into tears at the sight of your ex. Don't glare or key his car. Don't extract revenge or earn a new label as the girl with snakes in her head. Most of all, don't make him extra certain that cutting ties with you was the best move he ever made. It won't happen immediately, but you may be friends one day if you handle this breakup maturely. If friendship is out of the question, you can still be cordial. Be the girl he remembers fondly, or as the one who got away. Number five, dating is about rejection. While writing a chapter about boys in my first book, a priest told me that dating is about rejection, and the purpose of dating is to find the one person you're meant to marry. This eases the sting of rejection. It's also a great reminder to keep your relationships innocent, because it's 99% guaranteed that any boy you date won't be your husband. With some boys, you'll know immediately if you're not compatible. There will be one date, and that's it. With others, you'll want to dig deeper. It may take a few months to get to the hidden qualities that aren't readily apparent, like how he never talks to you when his friends are around, how he won't hold your hand in public, how he makes no effort to know your family, how he gets moody or withdraws when he doesn't get his way. Through innocent dating and friendships with boys, you can discern what you like and don't like. You build a radar for the protectors and the predators. You get to know yourself so that when your husband does come along, if marriage is in God's plan for you, you know he's the right match. The boys you date now are meant to lead you to your spouse, and your best approach is to treat them as you hope some girl is treating your future husband, as his guardian and friend, not his lover. Number six, healthy relationships are blessings. Bad relationships are lessons. As you reflect on your time with your ex, ask yourself, did he make me a better person? Do I regret dating him, or was he good for me? If he impacted you positively, enriching your life, growing your faith, drawing you closer to the people who love you most, like your family and close friends, supporting your dreams and goals, then you didn't waste your time. If he impacted you negatively, creating tension, division, insecurity, or secrecy in your life, then you can chalk him up to experience and promise never to repeat that mistake. A father I once met at a speaking event tells his daughters, if a boy ever comes between you and God, he wasn't sent by God. This advice is gold and an easy way to filter whether a boy deserves a place in your life. Number seven, friends and faith make breakups bearable. 
When a boy has been a main character in your life for weeks or months on end, his sudden absence leaves a void. You may feel a little lost with extra time and energy on your hands. Invest this time and this energy in your faith, your friends, and yourself. Especially if you sacrificed your friends while dating, now is the time to reach out, reconnect, and apologize. Dating or not, you need good friends. You need friends more than you need a boyfriend because 20 years from now, time spent with your friends will be your best memories. Those are the relationships that will last a lifetime. I know many women who regret over-investing in their early boyfriends. In some cases, they spent so much time with a guy that they never cultivated deep friendships with other girls. In other cases, they invested time in a boy that they really needed for themselves, like the mom I know who once helped her high school boyfriend make SGA posters for his election rather than study for a test. He won the election while she got a C on her test. Whoever he is, he's not worth losing your friends or yourself in the process. Use this season of heartache to deepen those connections that give wind to your cells and remind you that there is life beyond your ex. And number eight, you'll get through this. In the book, Boundaries, the authors say, Hope is rooted in memory. We remember getting help in the past, and that gives us hope for the future. Since you're young, you don't have much past to draw on. You live in a world of first, and if this is your first heartache, you may struggle to feel hope and believe that things will work out. But they will work out, I promise. Today's circumstances are not your destiny. And as Romans 8:18 tells us, any pain you feel now can't compare to the joy that is coming. Rather than rely on your feelings, which can be volatile, stand on God's promises. Let Him carry you through this trial and be your source of hope. C.S. Lewis said, Don't let your happiness depend on something you may lose. This is easier said than done, of course, but it's a solid motto for dating. Your worth is not determined by a boy's acceptance or rejection of you, and while it's thrilling to feel chosen and desired, you can find peace in any season knowing that you are chosen and desired by God. Today marks a new chapter, so make it good. Let this chapter be one that you'll look back on one day and feel proud of the way you bounced back. Protect your heart and set high standards for any boy you spend time with. And should another interest or attraction crop up, take it slowly, getting to know him first as a friend so that you can think with a clear head. Meanwhile, have fun. Choose company that makes you laugh and feel uplifted. Most importantly, grow your relationship with God and get yourself in a healthy place. As you build a life you love that has absolutely nothing to do with dating, you'll attract the right people. And should a boy enter the mix, he can be a part of your world, but not the center of your world. A relationship to explore as he makes you a better person and adds value to your life. Friends, thanks for tuning in today. I'm so grateful to have you here. If you enjoyed the show, please tell your friends, leave a ratings or review, and subscribe on iTunes so you can access new episodes as soon as they drop. Also, my new book for moms and teen girls is now available, and it's getting a terrific response, so check it out in the show notes. I'm thankful to be on this journey with you, and I'm praying for you and the special girls in your life.